Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We are now on part 11 of the Kingdom series that I've been doing. And I just want to welcome you to wake up into your dream. And uh, the, the part of the kingdom that I'm discussing and will be sharing with you today is on truth. But I've called it truth is greater than facts. So truth is greater than facts. There's um, a lot of instability going on. And, and the world system and the enemy is trying to discredit your faith and trying to get you to doubt and unbelief and come into unbelief with him. He is the father of lies and Jesus is truth. So I'm going to be sharing on, on this very amazing topic. So 11 is very interesting. 11 is the number of transition. So we are transitioning out of doubt and unbelief and, and out of hopelessness, and we're transitioning out of depression, out of oppression, out of suppression, out of the hands and the containment of the enemy, and being transitioned into hope, faith, and love, righteousness, peace, joy, grace, and truth. So today, I'm, I'm discussing on truth and a very, very interesting topic and a topic that I've wanted to get into. And I will, not, I will, I will scratch the surface, but I will give you sufficient uh, data and sufficient statistics and sufficient um, hope that will be able to give you um, the ability to stand in the midst of everything in the midst of all the chaos going on and the control and all the things going on, you're going to have something at the end of this podcast today, ladies and gentlemen, that you will be able to stand upon and believe for your victory. So in part two, way, way back, um, nine episodes ago, I guess, I said that I wanted to get back to some good, solid ground. So that we can stand firmly in the midst of all of the, the instability of our future and the deconstruction of faith and the stripping down of our belief systems. I, my, my job today is to bring that, the solid ground back to you that you can stand upon. I am after your minds today. I'm after your souls today to be renewed by the washing of the water of the word of God. There are so many variables in the world today that we need something to stand solidly upon. And I'm hope I'm hoping that this these series and this series and the last part of the the series on the kingdom of God will hopefully be that stability that you need today. So here we go. Truth is greater than facts. The truth is the agent of freedom, and truth is something revealed and unseen 
and solid. <laughs> now that sounds like an oxymoron. I hope you're following me and you understand what I just said. And maybe you don't understand, but let's just keep going. Because how can something be revealed and unseen and solid at the same time? Because it comes from the solid unseen realm. It comes from, but it needs to be revealed into this realm. And this is why, you know, and, and I'm going to go over um, the, the different uh, qualities of the eight distinctive parts of the kingdom again. So the foundations of the kingdom of God, hear the word of the Lord, is faith, hope, and love. That's Colossians chapter 1. Um, no, not Colossians. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. Um, and so faith, hope, and love, it says, remains, always is there. It's foundational. It's under the surface, but it's in every uh, person's life that has ever come to this realm. Um, and go back over the other uh, podcasts if you need more clarity on that. And, but on the other hand, there are pillars or there are things that are being built and bring being brought forth into this realm. And that is righteousness, peace, joy, grace, and truth. These are things that we must manifest every day of our lives. So every day you got to clothe yourself with robes of righteousness. There's a suitable suit of uh, um, from heaven that you need to manifest in your life, a robe of righteousness that is distinctive for the day that you're about to get into. You have to put on your suitable suit and, and you need to put on like an astronaut suit or like a, a deep diver suit that, that you'll be able to breathe the in the same oxygen of heaven while you're whilst you're in the midst of your calling in the world when with the the toxicity all around trying to get to you but it cannot because you've clothed yourself with a robe of righteousness every day you got to clothe your mind and your heart and with the peace that passes all understanding uh, by going before the Lord with your prayers, your supplications, and thanksgiving. You, you, when you do that, you will clothe your mind and your heart with the peace that passes all, all understanding. Every day, you got to put on the oil of joy for morning. You got to put on your oil of joy. And when you do, it displaces everything that you are mourning about the death of yesterday and the death that, that has been trying to steal, kill, and destroy from you. When you put on the oil of joy, you, you will displace mourning every day. You gotta, you gotta uh, operate, and you gotta call on the greater grace that has been provided for you because of specifically the evil of that day. There's a greater grace that's been planted in that valley, in that pit, in that disease, in that divorce, in that problem, in that pain. There has been a greater grace before time began placed there waiting for you to voice activate and call in your grace for that day. And then every day, you gotta understand and receive and call forth and lay hold of a truth that you can step into that you can receive for that day that will set you free for that day. So once again, truth is greater than facts. The topic of today, truth is greater than facts. You got to understand that there are truths that come out of the 
spiritual realm, out of the solid unseen realm, out of heaven itself. There are truths that came into this world and the, the Bible is truth. And there, I'm going to get into it at the end of it, but there over 350, I think there's 358 different specific prophecies about Christ that Jesus fulfilled that were written 1,500 years before he even was thought of. I'm going to get into that in a little bit, but understand that, that there are truths that are greater than facts. You may have a fact today that you're facing of, of um, your, your car being repossessed. You may have a fact today from a doctor saying that you have cancer cells in your body. There may be a fact today in this physical realm that says that your, your marriage is being uh, annihilated because the divorce papers showed up yesterday. You may be facing facts today, but I want to tell you in the mighty name of Jesus, there's a truth that outranks facts. There's a truth that is greater than facts. And all you got to do is understand that truth is greater than facts. And when you understand that there's truth that is greater than facts, You can walk more victoriously. You can have faith in the word of God. The word of God is truth. And I want to start with 1 Peter 2, 24. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. Do not let any theologian self-proclaimed or earned doctrine in theology. Do not let any heady person tell you that that is only for salvation because soteriology, ladies and gentlemen, has to do with the saving of the body, the deliverance of the soul, sorry, the the saving of the spirit, the deliverance of the soul, and, and the healing of your body. It has everything to do with your whole spirit, soul, and body being preserved unto that perfect day when Jesus comes back for his second time and we are all exactly like him at that moment. But right now, there has been provision made for you to be saved in your spirit, delivered in your soul, and healed in your body. And so by his stripes, you were healed. If you were healed, ladies and gentlemen, you is healed. It has to do with revelation that I'm giving you today, that Jesus paid the price for your healing, and he, that price was paid. And now the revelation is coming to you, and now you have a choice. Do you appropriate what has been purchased for you. There are gifts and callings and elections that you guys need to unlock and and operate in and call forth in so that you can live victoriously and that you can be an answer and a solution to your spheres of influence. So what does that scripture have to do with truth? Well, the truth is that Jesus' blood and the 
accessibility to the power and presence of the Holy Spirit in your life, the, the very spirit of life that raised Christ from the dead, that now, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, dwells on the inside of you, can quicken you. And the truth is, is that cancer is defeated by the blood of Jesus Christ in the Holy Spirit in your life. Cancer is already defeated. You need to know that every name that has ever been named is subjected to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the truth is, Jesus Christ is greater than cancer. The truth is greater than the disease. This is how you get and receive your healing and walk in health continually because Jesus paid. That's the truth. I am introducing to you a biblical and eternal truth that outweighs the mere facts of the day. Do not be overwhelmed by the facts in this realm when you can be overwhelmed and undergirded and stand upon the truth of the word of God. Jesus is the truth and the devil is the father of lies. There are all kinds of facts, like I said. There's all, or, or science, or history, or education that say one plus one equals two. And I want to tell you today, in Jesus' mighty name, that one plus one equals one. Wholeness. Wholeness. I want to tell you, in the kingdom of God, it's all about wholeness. It's coming back into the integer of one. It's coming back into the integer of wholeness. It's all. Jesus came to destroy the works of the evil one. He came to unveil truth. And you need to understand that Jesus is truth. And what Jesus did is truth. And we base our theology and our doctrine upon what Jesus said we can have and what Jesus did and how he operated. And this is truth, ladies and gentlemen, because Jesus is truth and the devil is nothing more than the father of lies. So the, the eternal truths have more authority than the cold, hard facts from a temporary realm because eternal truths come from eternal realm that go back and forth at the same time are not inhibited by time or space or condition but eternal truths will destroy the negative cold hard facts in a temporary realm the temporary realm will not rule over the eternal realm that has no subjective qualities of the physical realm upon it, but the spiritual realm, the realm that we draw upon, that our spirits are have become one with heaven, one with the spirit of the living God. Is anybody getting excited about the truth today? So some doctor may diagnose you with a disease, say cancer, and you have a choice here. You can either receive the fact of cancer as truth, or you can receive the truth of the word of God as your truth. This is the privilege that you have, ladies and gentlemen, to live in the kingdom of God. So that's where 1 Peter 2.20 comes in. If I were healed 
2,000 years ago approximately, that means that I is healed now. Okay, so I, I, I shared Kingdom Truth Biblical Study Guidelines with you guys. Uh, oh, I don't know, last year. I've, I, I, I probably mentioned these six biblical uh, Kingdom Truth Biblical Study Guidelines a couple of times. And I want, I want to just go over it just quickly with you right now. So here we go. Um, Kingdom Truth Biblical Study Guidelines. Kingdom Truth. First, the Bible does not contain the Word of God. It is the Word of God. And I'm going to statistically and, and, and give you probabilities uh, and um, facts in, uh, on the truth. <laughs> uh, if we can just turn the tables right now about why that statement that I made is, is, is a truth statement. The Bible, first, the Bible can, does not contain the Word of God. The Bible is the Word of God. Secondly, God is no respecter of persons. Third, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Fourth, there is no shadow of changing in Him. Five, God said this, I am the Lord and I change not. The uh, six, the Bible also says that the promises of God are yes and amen to them that believe. So why am I saying this? It's because of the appropriation of the word of God is very important that you not only hear the word of God, but you decree the word of God, you believe the word of God, and, and you you see the, the fruit of the word of God manifested in your life. So if if he is, if God is no respecter of persons, meaning he shows no partiality towards anyone, and he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and also his promises are still yes and amen to them that believe, which all means if he did it for one, he has obligated to do it for you all, for us all. So what does that mean? So in the midst of your obedience to God, if you can find where it is written and believe it, and declare it, you can have it. He put his word, the Bible says that he put his word above his name. And his name is the name that, that, that is above every other name. And at the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. This is a promise, but, but, he, but he said, I put my word above my name. So you have something to stand upon. So, for instance, in 2 Samuel 8.14, it says that the Lord gave David victory wherever he went. So now you, you need to understand that if God gave David victory, that he has now obligated himself to give you victory. If you stand like David stood, if you believe like David believed. You can, and so here's another example. In Jeremiah, Jeremiah was awesome, but no different than you. God knew you, and this Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, it says, I knew you before you were in your mother's womb, and I sanctified you before you were born. This is the same. God knew you before you were in your mother's womb, and he sanctified you before you were born. Amen. So, uh, you can apply these principles to your life and receive the word of God. Okay, I've got so much to cover. I got to get. I've got to get to uh, the meat of of what I need to share with you today about truth. Truth being greater than facts, and truth being the he the freedom agent, the agent of freedom that you need. So truth is greater than facts. So I want to go to another scripture here in John chapter eighteen, verses 
37 and, and 38. And this is Pilate. Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born. And for this cause I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. So good. For this cause, this was Jesus, I come, I was born, and for this cause, I have come into the world that I should bear witness of the truth. What is the truth? The truth is God. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. You don't have to worry about if people receive you or reject you. If they're of the truth, they will hear the voice of the Lord. They will hear God through you. Uh, I won't get into that. I got to go. I got to go. Okay. Sorry. Uh, verse 38. And this is what Pilate said to him after he said, uh, Jesus said, I, I come into this world that I should bear witness to the truth. Pilate says right after that, he says, what is truth? And when he said this, he went out to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. So what is truth? Well, the Greek, let's just go and we'll just dig this out a little bit, go a little deep in this. Um, the Greek word for truth is aletheia, aletheia, or aletheo, aletheia, um, meaning unconcealedness, disclosure, and revealing. That what was previously hidden, but now is revealed. This is the Greek word aletheia, where when you look up the um, the Greek in in the Bible where it says truth and you look into the original, it is aletheia. And it's so it's so here's what philosophers from the past, like Plato, Socrates, Aristotle, etc., were all looking for something that was hidden, something otherworldly, the veritable truth. So here's the etymology of the word truth that we use in, in our English language. It, it is actually an old English word, and I think it has some dramatic in it as well. Um, it means faithfulness, constancy, faith, fidelity, loyalty, veracity. The root of truth is also to be firm, solid, or steadfast. Steadfast. The root of, the, of truth is also to be firm, solid, and steadfast. The truth is not uh, variable. The truth is solid. The truth gives you something to stand upon. The truth gives you something to guide your life with. The truth is true, and it is solid, and is foundational. This, this, so the root of truth is also to be firm, solid, or steadfast with specific specialization of senses in wood, tree, and derivatives referring to objects made from wood. This is the etymology of the word truth. So here's an example. There, when, when you're building something solid out of oak, and, and God calls you an oak of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor in Isaiah 61. 
So there, there's a solidness that that this word in in the roots of it that is coming into our lives that we have something solid in our lives, solid as an oak tree. So here's the other thing. There's there's terminology that we've used in in uh, colloquial statements like an arrow is true. That arrow was true when when that when that archer built that and carved out that arrow. It wasn't. It, there was no warps in it. There was no bumps in it. There was no knots in it. It was true, and and it was able to fly true because it have it. It was it was made very true. Amen. So that gives us a little bit of foundation there of where the words came from. This word truth came from. So in John chapter 8, 31 and 32, it says, Then Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. So here's a caveat. To be a disciple of Jesus Christ, you must abide in his word. And you, and then it says in verse 32, And you shall know the truth. If you abide in the word of God, you become a disciple of Christ, and you shall then know the truth. And that truth that you found out because you abided in the word of God, that truth that you know shall set you free. Jesus says that he is the truth. And if you abide in the truth, and you and his word abides in you, Oh my God, you will be set free. John chapter 14, 1 says that, that G, this is what Jesus says. He, Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth. Jesus is decreeing and declaring, and I believe, Jesus, that he is the truth. That is the standard. That is the solid thing. That is what he came to reveal himself. And in revealing the truth, which is himself, he's actually revealing the Father. And we will get in. Let me just, let me read two other scriptures before I go off a little bit more. So Jesus Christ is the truth. And the devil is the father of lies. That's just the way things work here. So John chapter 14, uh, verse 17, the, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. My God. John chapter 15, verse 26 says, but when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. So this is what it, Jesus came. He said, I am the way, the truth, and life. I was born, this is what he said, I was born to reveal truth. He was born to reveal himself and in through his what he did and how he healed and where he went and what he said. He was revealing the truth. And he said, if you've seen me, if I reveal the truth in me, I will actually be revealing the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. But then the whole, he goes, he said, I need to go to the Father. If I don't go to the Father, the Comforter will not come. But if when the Comforter comes, the very Spirit of truth, see what he's doing is now 
the Holy Spirit is not testifying of himself, but he is testifying about Jesus and revealing the spirit of truth is revealing truth. So Holy Spirit is actually revealing Jesus. And as Jesus is being revealed to us, the very spirit of truth is revealing truth so that we will know what is true. And that is the father. Come on now. Is anybody getting anything out of this today? Please send me an email. <laughs> oh, amen. So John chapter 16, verse 13 says, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. That's a Holy Ghost, ladies and gentlemen, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. You have the spirit of truth in you. 1 John 2.20 says you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Why? Because the spirit of truth is in you. The spirit of God you have become one with by the blood of Jesus Christ if you've accepted Jesus and the spirit of truth as your Savior. John chapter 17, 17 says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. How oh my. So we have Jesus is the truth, Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, and they are both revealing what is true, and that is that God our Father had a dream, and it is all coming to pass, and you need to bring forth, and you need to call forth the kingdom of God every day in your life, and then you need to understand you sanctify, God is sanctifying by his truth, and his word is truth. The Bible is truth. Jesus is truth. Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. And the Father God in heaven is true. John chapter 17, verse 19. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they may also be sanctified by truth. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John chapter 1, verse 17, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. Jesus is life. But Jesus is truth. This is the standard. This, you do not give this up. Do not go down the path of the destruction, uh, the deconstruction of your faith. Do not doubt that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is the, is the Savior, that Jesus is the truth. He is the way. There are many ways to Jesus, but there's only one way to the Father, and that is through the knowledge and the receiving of the revelation that Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way, and Jesus is the life. This is what we stand upon. Do not deconstruct your faith. Do not tear that down. That is a demonic uh, uh, lie from the enemy to get you to doubt and unbelief and, and come into unbelief. And, and then you begin to fear and then you have instability and then you don't you wonder why you're fighting depression and why you don't know what to do. And, and because you believed a lie that you need to be authentic with your thoughts. The authentic thought is allowing the word of God 
to come into your life. You must meditate on the word of God. You don't just empty your mind and go into uh, Eastern mysticism and begin to just um, begin to allow your mind. No, you meditate on the word of God because the word of God is truth. The word of God is of truth because it came from a true source. Father God in heaven. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. The law was given through Moses, but grace and truth through Jesus. Christ. It's all about Jesus. I don't know what you're believing out there, but it's all about what Jesus did, where Jesus came from, why he was manifested in this realm. You can, ah, I'm going to get into, okay, okay. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. John 4, 24 says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 20 through 24, but you have not so learned but you have not so learned Christ if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which grows corporate according to the uh, corrupt, sorry, according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you may put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. As the truth is in Jesus. The truth, ladies, you're looking for the truth. You want to know the truth. The truth is found in Jesus. Ephesians 6.14, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness you, when you put on the breastplate of righteousness, now after you have the, the, that intact, you can now gird your waist with truth. The spirit of holiness, the spirit of righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness has been uh, applied to your heart. And now you can gird up your way. You, you wonder why people's pants are falling down. They have no truth. You, you wonder why they're being exposed in this season of their lives is because they've not girded themselves with the truth of the word of God and Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is the truth. You gotta gird yourself with Jesus Christ or you will be exposed for the fool that we can potentially be. Do not be a fool. Gird yourself with the truth. Gird yourself with Jesus Christ today. Hallelujah. 1 John 5, 6 says, This is he who came by, the, by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit is truth. And then the last scripture I want to share to you, 2 John chapter 1, verse 2, because of the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Jesus will never leave you or forsake you. Can death nor things to come or things in heaven or things under the earth or things present on the earth, can any of these things separate you? the truth which abides in us and will be with us forever. Jesus is the truth. 
Do not believe the lies. Do not deconstruct your faith. Do not go down that path. I've known so many people, and, and, and the product is depression. The product is, is, is disillusionment. The product of the deconstruction. I, I understand you need to understand what you believe. You, I led my, my spiritual sons and daughters before a lot of this began to happen several, several years ago. We went through study after study of what do we believe? What do I what do I believe? So what do I know so I can believe what I know? There, there, you need to know that Jesus Christ is the truth. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking a few more minutes. Give me, give me just a few more minutes. It's 35 minutes right now, but just give me a couple more minutes, and I want to give you some statistics. There are 352 prophecies fulfilled in Jesus Christ, fulfilled in Jesus Christ. You can, I, I have statistics, and, and, and if you want, I can send you, I have, I have 8,957 words on a, on a page document that, that are all about the statistics and the probabilities and the impossibilities that what Jesus actually did. So it wasn't impossible, but the, it was impossible because not, not only were the predictions made a thousand years before Christ came to earth, but they were made uh, over 500 years before crucifixion was ever the first um, way that capital punishment was dealt out with in the world. Crucifixion didn't even exist 500 years before Jesus Christ died on the cross. There was no such thing as a cross. There was no such thing as the, the Roman cross. There was no such thing as crucifixion 500 years before they prophesied that Jesus would be crucified. The cross asphyxiation 500 years before there was ever a cross, it was prophesied that Jesus would die on a cross. A thousand years before he came to earth, these prophecies were, were prophesied about Jesus, 352 of them. Statistically, all of these prophecies coming to pass about Jesus Christ is approximately, according to statisticians, 10 to the power of 2,000, or a number so big that it has one and 2,000 zeros after it. This is the probability of, of these 352 specific prophecies about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, don't get caught up in, in a lot of the little fragmented pieces about people out on the internet, in, internet and, and trying to di dis, dis claim and, and trying to disprove that the Bible and trying to prove that the Bible is, is not true. I want to tell you, Jesus Christ is the word of God and Jesus Christ is true. And here's some statistics I just gave you. The probability that Jesus, which he did fulfill 352 prophecies that came a thousand years ahead of time, 2,000 zeros after a one. That's how big. And Jesus did it. Jesus did it all. The amazing consistency of the theme of the Bible and, and of the amazing accuracy of the Bible. The Bible contains 66 books written by approximately 40 different writers over 1,600 years on three different continents, in three different languages, on thousands of different subjects, yet the one central theme 
God's redemption of mankind from sin one for the whole for the whole world by the life, death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. The, the story that came about in the prophecies of old, these things give us the veritable truth. They give us the facts and the evidence of the truth in this physical realm. So why have I shared this with you all right now? I, I believe I'm being led by Holy Spirit. Because you need to know without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And that Holy Spirit that dwells within you is the spirit of truth. And that the word of God is accurate and true. And truth, and you can, and the, excuse me, that the word of God is accurate and true. And that you can absolutely stand upon it in these very unstable times. So like I said, if you want, um, I have over 8,900, I have about 8,957 words of research on statistics and probabilities that I'd be willing to email each and every one of you. These findings, if you want, want to have more, more veritable, they have more data and, and you can even place more trust, trustworthiness on the word of God, the Bible, and the testament of Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, receive the truth today. I hope you receive. Go over this. Build your faith. By, I preached you the word of God. I taught you the word of God. I released to you absolute, undeniable facts on the word of God in this temporary realm. And I want to tell you today, understand that if you have a truth from God, you have something greater than the fact that is coming against you. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ with the spirit of truth today, an anointing of truth to come upon you today, and that you would walk in freedom because of the truth that you possess this day in Jesus' mighty name. If you have a chance, go to my website, send me an email. If you want me to send you the, 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 um, the statistics on, and the research that I've done that I have, I'd be glad to love you all. Please share this. Please give me some five stars. Please make a comment on your podcast carrier. Bye for now. Till next week when I'm bringing forth the word of the Lord for 2022. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life. The day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.